Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Ah, yeah. You have found your way to the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Ah, yeah. Once again, the smooth notes of honey-covered voices find their way. Is this at all? What are you fucking talking about? Is this a thing? I thought we sounded... I was trying to rehearse this. So smooth. I was trying to be super smooth. I am so... Nervous of oh. what's going on in this room. Well, you blew. I mean, I thought I sounded like was melted I, butter. Did right I miss there. pre-production? Who sounded? Let's put it this way. Who sounded? Let me do it. Simon sounded better because he was quiet. Welcome to the gym. Oh, X in a world where only Jeremy can exist. <laughs> right. Well, I thought I sounded fantastic. Um, you no, know, really kind of knocked a little bit of the swagger. If off you of my... want to talk smooth, there's nothing smooth about you're about as smooth as a rocky road. Uh, you know what I mean? Why wouldn't you guys even let me play? Do it. No, you just your, made fun of me. Let me hear your smoothest. In a world where Joss. Is the king of love. Well, you, Ryan, you clearly have the best voice for radio. In between the trio, I mean, I sound like a muppet. <laughs> you have a very nice voice for radio. Bass. Mm. We keep you in the on the show, essentially for the fact that you have a little bit of uh, that baritone. So smooth. Yeah, Joss. Let me hear it. When you're talking smooth, you're talking jamming, Joss. I don't know. You know, I'll let it just talk in the back of your voice. Like, I don't know, Josh. I'm too nasally. You're too I have nasally. a deviated you're talking to the septum. King. You're talking to Kermit D. Frog over here. <laughs> anyway, welcome Ro- to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You make your own decisions whether or not you think any of us are smooth or if you like to just kind of throw us out with the, <laughs> with the dirty water. Um, What... What you've done is you found your way to episode 28 of the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. This was recorded Wednesday, February 3rd of the year 2021. We're hellbent on our way towards Valentine's Day. Oh, uh, yeah. Which oh, is wait, why wait, I'm trying wait. to get my we're groove not, on. We're not still I want to sound, you know, yeah, sexy for oh. Valentine's Day. I want to like, hey, Megan. Did that sound? I wouldn't lead with that. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm working on it, and um, I'm, I'm, you know, I think some high-proof booze might help to like soften the, you know, it generally does for me. Quick, quickly, when? So what? When is Valentine's Day? January? Nope, no. nope, no. It's this month. It's February fourteenth. Is it one of those? It's always the same day, or is it like the second Wednesday of February? No, it's no always idea. February fourteenth. Oh, I mean, I knew that. But it's not like I don't think it has to do with any of it. Like it doesn't ever fall on the exact same day. It's it's other than on February fourteenth. So, um, like I say, welcome to the show. Uh, Never fear if you are a regularly returning lava lamper. The lava lamp is in fact burning brightly in the lab as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And if you're a super, super astute lava lamper, you will notice over the last two weeks, I said, uh, as a beacon 
to all the lost souls mm. in the world. Four? Right. So, it, you know, I, I, I don't want you to know that um, sometimes it's for you and sometimes it's to you, depending on how badly you need it. So, uh, uh, if you are a repeat lava lamper, you will know that we drink on the show and we're generally kind of spouting uh, knowledge uh, about what, what it is that we're drinking, or at least trying to. Um, and what we have done over the last 28 episodes is accrue uh, a large amount of kind of, um, what do you call it, like a, like a half a beer when someone leaves it around the party? Floater. Yeah, floater. Wounded soldier. A wounded soldier. So we have a bunch of wounded soldier bottles around the office. And so tonight is going to be a cleanup show. Where um, so on the on the table tonight we have uh, leftover from last week we have the bullet barrel strength, we have the mellow gold which is back on the table we we can't quite seem to make it all the way through that it's bottle. Not the gold. mellow gold. I say that every week. <laughs> yeah. every time. The mellow corn. Sorry, the mellow corn is back on the on the table. We have the Arcola whiskey, the light uh, Wyoming whiskey. This is for uh, used bourbon barrels, so it's a super light. And we've got uh, what's probably like two swallows left of the piggyback 100% rye left. Mm. So uh, that's on the table tonight. That's going to be what we're drinking. So we're not going to have a whole lot to say about the booze other than the fact that I am drinking the bullet. What would you like, Joss? <laughs> I'll go for uh, Chachi. The, I don't know. The Arcola. Okay. Oh, Chachi. Okay, uh, yeah. see? Nice. This is exciting. First of all, if you guys can picture it, this is the greatest room ever to do a podcast in. With I mean, all I've these shot, delicious bottles on the I've shelf. shot some some uh, some some pictures of the lab before, and we post our pictures on Instagram, the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast, where you can find us. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're at websworldwide.com uh, on on the uh, the interwebs. You can interact with us that way. And I posted some pictures. Every week on Instagram, I at least post a picture of the bottles that we're drinking so that if you ever want to go out and try to find them in the liquor store, you can use our page to identify them. Who, who wouldn't want to do business in this room? It's it's 19, like, 59 in here. Like, you offer the gentleman or lady a nip before you begin talking like what well, you know it is very common for like me a to little have wet bar meetings in the office where we're, we're, we're you know we're enjoying a you really do that oh yeah absolutely but yeah. i'm in the i'm in the booze biz man so yeah it's 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 not like yeah we're not you know selling I, I like, computers what's that advertising show it's like mad men in here yeah yeah how about you ryan are you are you partaking tonight or are yes you i'm gonna go abstaining? with the piggyback oh nice Will you just go ahead and finish it then? Maybe. If you're going to do the rye, you got to... The rye for the rye. rye. I like what you did there, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's cool. You know, I hate to see these kind of... These these couple of swags left in the bottle. The dregs of yeah. these bottles sitting yeah. around my office. It starts to weigh on me. So I figure we'd put in some work tonight. We'd tackle these these uh, these wayward soldiers. They look a lot lower each week, however. Well, you know, I'm 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 here every day. So Right. And a man has to sustain himself. A man does not live on bread and water alone. It's <laughs> funny. Uh that being said, we you know, there's a lot of things around the office that you might not want to uh necessarily uh, stick in your gullet um Us. with on an empty stomach. <laughs> and uh one of those things is what we found in the box a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 
if you've been joining along, Ryan, we found we had a box uh, that Ryan got delivered to his house. He gave it back to the post office. They gave it back to him. He gave it back to the post office. They gave it back to him. We held it here in the office for several weeks, asking the listenership whether or not we should um, open the box. We finally opened it, and what we found inside were a bunch of pot gummies. We asked uh, the lava lampers out there, what do you think, kids? You think we should swallow these things? And we got an overwhelming no. Yeah. Don't do it. Which I, I like to think implies they care about us, and they didn't want us to, you know, because we, we don't know, okay? Yeah. So we're not going to eat them. Um, but we wanted to really badly. And uh, we definitely considered it. So because everyone is out there and they cared about us so much, uh, we, we've decided we flushed them. We flushed the gummies. So, so thank you. You know, the alligators that live in the sewer now are just wasted on weed, <laughs> you guys. So that's happening. Uh, but so what we have now in the office is we had a listener send us a, a fuego box. And uh, a Fuego box is, uh, I guess there's a company out there that does this, and it was full of hot sauces, okay? So we've got a bunch of hot sauces now in the office, and now what I want to ask the listenership is, uh, do you think we should eat these things? I mean, because um, some of them look pretty spicy, man. Like this one, for instance, this is called the, the all-natural zombie apocalypse sauce, all natural. It's the all natural. It can't be bad for you. Zombie apocalypse. How hot can it be if it's all natural? all natural? So that's kind of what I wanted to say. Like, you know, peppers, right? Is what you make hot sauce out of. Mm-hmm. Jalapenos are a pepper. Uh, Scotch bonnet. Habaneros, right? Scotch bonnet. Ghost pepper, right? Berry pepper. Do you know what the scale is called by which you judge the spiciness of peppers? Scoville's. The Scoville unit. Correct. Wow. How about Look that? Look at the big brain on Joss <laughs> McGinty. Look at that move. Very well done, Joss. I'm super impressed by the fact that you got that right. Well, I can't believe it. Some of us have it. Some of us don't. So do you know what currently the the hottest pepper on the Scoville rating chart is? The ghost pepper, I think. The the ghost pepper for a long time was the hottest pepper, the boot jalokia, but current, which is I think Indian, sounds Indian. Mm-hmm. The current hottest pepper is. Did you say it? Uh, Carolina Reaper. Yeah, Carolina Reaper. It's an American pepper hybrid. It's like in the habanero family, and uh, it's rating. One million four hundred thousand to two million two hundred thousand on the Scoville unit can't be a yeah. real thing. Let me just put that in in perspective. A jalapeno is twenty five hundred. Uh, I was showing the, the Carolina Reaper at two point two million Scoville units. Yeah, that's what I said. The that, high end that's the years. range. One point four to two point two is the Carolina Reaper. Is that what you just said? Yeah, two point two. Yeah. So that's Mine why I got, doesn't have a, it doesn't have a range on that one, but uh, I've got the so so yeah, right? Jalapeno is twenty five hundred. Jalapeno is twenty five hundred to eight thousand. Yeah. All right. Habanero is a hundred thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. Carolina Reaper is one point four to two point 
two million. Big jump. Yeah. Big jump. I mean, up. you got a couple in there. The Naga Viper, the New Mexican Scorpion, um, two from Trinidad, it looks like, that are in there. So this one, this this one hot sauce, this this zombie apocalypse, this is the Buchalokia ghost mm-hmm. pepper and habanero combo. Wow. Like crossbred so, or just has both in it, it? It has both. Okay. So uh, the ghost pepper is 855000 to uh, basically $1 million, mm-hmm. right? What, what's that number, Ryan? Yeah, one million one thousand three hundred. So, I mean, it takes a huge leap up to the Carolina Reaper. So this, I thought, was the hottest sauce. Oh, here's it. Hold on. Okay. Please don't tell me we have a California Reaper. So this sauce is called Reaper sauce, hmm. which would lead you to believe that it's got Carolina Reaper in it. Let me see here. It's a small batch Colorado hot sauce, and the ingredients are, uh, it says real hot food made from real ingredients. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Carolina Reaper. That's the only. Oh, and habanero. Oh, good. Karen. So this is this this is this is hot. I mean, when you think of of what Dave's Insanity sauce is, I mean, what was Dave's Insanity made out of? We could probably look it up, Ryan. Try to yeah. find it if you see if you can. Because to this point in my life, I think the hottest hot sauce I've ever had in my entire life is Dave's Insanity sauce. It so came when I think a, of, that came in a wooden casket, didn't it? Right, and this is probably like this is like like in the nineties. Yeah, it was like you know there wasn't a ton of hot sauces now, or, or, or there wasn't a lot of hot sauces around at right. the time. It was like you know Tabasco. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, was like kind of it. And uh, I mean now um, there's hot sauces like a, there's a boutique market for it. When's the last time you used Tabasco? I'm not a huge fan. It's it's just it's it's gone from American culture. I've definitely fallen away from it. You know, there's just so many other better hot sauces yeah. out there. It's habanero. Is what Dave's insanity? Yeah. Okay. Which is crazy. That was ridiculously hot, and it's it's saying 180,000 Scoville. So this Reaper sauce right here is somewhere between in the millions, between 1.4 and 2.2 million Scoville. So what I'd like to put to you, the lava lamper is we didn't get to take <laughs> the weird, you know, wayward ganja food that we just randomly found on someone's porch. You didn't let us eat that. Um, more importantly, you didn't let Joss eat it because I really wanted to see what was going to happen no, if he did it. I voted no the whole way with that. And, and, the, and, and they looked out for you. So now, please, can we please have Joss eat the Reaper sauce, no. people? <laughs> Please vote. I mean, just let us know. You, you do you want? Well, and how? Let me Why ask you me? This. Well, if you eat it, I'll eat it with you. Okay. And I know there's a show out there where people eat hot sauce, and I don't want that you know to become a show about hot sauce. It's not. But the you know we were nice enough to receive this, and and we've got a bunch of really hot hot. May I see the bottle? Got a bunch of hot hot sauce here. So uh, we might as well eat it. Yeah. Um. And you know, I I don't I you know I'd like to work my way up. Like so here's some of the other ones we've got. This is a a tiger sauce. Can I can I stop? Hold on a sec. The tiger sauce. This is cayenne peppers. So just to give you <clears throat> another, just to give you a little idea, cayenne 
is on here is 30,000 to 50,000. Okay? So it works its way up. Bell peppers at the low end. Bell pepper. Yeah, bell peppers zero. zero. Yeah. Peppercini, 100 to 500. I'm not going to go through them all, but what do you think, think sriracha is? Well, sriracha is made out of chili. Ca- is cayenne, right? Uh, it's just roasted jalapenos. Oh, it's jalapenos. Yeah. Oh. Well, then it's going to be right in there. At, uh, are, are you asking 2,500 to 8? Yeah, well, this one was 1,000 to 2,500. Is sriracha? Yeah. Which is fairly spicy. So you can only imagine that this this uh, this ghost sauce is. Well, any any ingestible object where on the bottle it says enjoy with extreme caution. So we I don't want to linger on this because I don't want to make this show entirely about that. If you would like us to do that, because again, I say I know there's a hot sauce show out there already, but if you would be interested in us maybe picking three of these hottest sauces and giving you our, our take on it, Please weigh in on it. Go to the website. I already said, you know, worlds, uh, websworldwide.com, Facebook, Instagram. Let us know. If you want us to do a hot sauce episode, I can honestly tell you I've never had uh, a Carolina Reaper. You mean you've never had 2.2 million Skullgulls Skull before? I've never. And I've had some hot sauce. Like I said, I think the hottest sauce I've ever had was the Dave's Insanity sauce, yeah. and that was having the arrows. So, I mean, this is far and above. They do make a ghost pepper now. At 680. Okay. But right. that's not the one we had. And that's still nowhere near. Yeah. It's a fourth. So, uh, anyway, let us know. We, we, I'd be into it. I, and, okay, let me ask you this, Joss, and then we can put this to bed. If we are going to do the hot sauce episode, how would you administer it? So the guy, I don't even know the guy's names, and I'm not trying to rip anything off here, but I know the guy that does that show. I think he does it on wings. He does it on wings. Which would be, yeah. you know, an easy way to do it. But, I mean, you could literally just put a dab on a piece of pizza. I mean, you could really do it any way. What yeah. would be your preferred? Do you have a? I mean... I wish he didn't come up with the wing. I say we don't do wings. We don't yeah. can't do wings. Uh, maybe like a chip, trisket. I'm not doing it on a trisket. Mm-mm. What are you talking about? Like a, a trisket? Fish, a fish you mean stick? the world's worst cracker of all time? What are you talking about? A the trisket? Worst? It's a like tra- eating a... What is that? What is it? Like a cardboard, like... Oh, like carbon fiber. I mean, you build a, a house out of a trisket. I dip those into pub cheese, like... Uh, a candy. rosemary and olive oil trisket. Okay, even yeah. worse... Oh, I yeah. absolutely hate a flavored Trisket. If I'm going to have a Trisket, let me taste the cheese I put on it. I don't want to have to taste a bunch of rosemary and, and, and olive oil and a bunch of extra. Ugh. I want to I want to just taste the cheese. I, you, you, know, could, I, you could have a little rosemary with your cheese. No, I don't cheese. want a bunch of rosemary well, Trisket. Well, then don't buy them. You know, he, hey, miss me with the rosemary Trisket, dude. <laughs> Done. Have you had one? Where's the? Uh, it's, I believe it's rosemary and olive oil. Mm-hmm. Who can taste the it's olive the worst. oil? I hate a, olive oil anything. Save the olive oil for the pan. Don't put it on my chip. Like, seriously, finish a cracker off with olive oil. Like, going backwards. Ick. <laughs> olive oil is kind of bitter. Like, whoever decided olive oil was the most world's favorite fantastic flavor? You know what? Butter is better. All right? Trisket butter? 
I backed the There's French. Really flavor. Here's why I'm doing this, you guys. Because I really enjoyed the interaction we had with the with the lava lampers out there during the whole box thing, the mm -hmm. mystery box. It was cool. We were actually, in, you know, we had people letting us know how they felt. Should we open it? Should we eat it? And that felt good. It feels good to, to know you're out there because um, we're here every week. So when we do get to interact with you, uh, it feels really, really good. And that's why I liked the box thing. And that's why I'm doing the... the, the hot sauce thing i want to hear from from the people out there um and this is another way to do it i mean i'll do it but are if you asking, scared if you're asking me what i would want to eat on it and you immediately say i can't eat it on that don't eat a tri a trisket i mean literally who wants hot sauce on a triscuit I want a quesadilla. I'll put it on okay. a. I'll put it on a nacho. No, okay, that's great. I think quesadilla is a great way. Just a pretty benign, like a carne asada quesadilla. Wait, yeah. now it's there's now a meat involved. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not oh, a yeah. cheese quesadilla. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's obviously cheese. It's a quesadilla. But with carne, what sour cream now too? No, 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 no. Like a meat lover. Well, we might want a sour cream chaser after we yeah. eat the dragon fruit or whatever that shit is. Like, what it's, is it? it's like my grandpa always told me. I'd rather have a bad quesadilla than a bad case of herpes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, grandpa was a smart man. Joss's grandpa was full of quips uh, like that. some good ones. Hot girl would walk by and that and a bike ride and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah. that was great. <laughs> when I'm with you, I'm all alone. <laughs> we came down. What was pop? Pop. We came down one st stairs one morning. We'd been out all night drinking, and we came down one morning super hungover and went straight to the sparklets bottle. And pop was like, "I bet if you were knew you were going to be that thirsty this morning, you would have had more to drink last night." Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Perfect. Oh man, he was funny. Between pop, now pop, you did pop. Pop had a couple pops every now and then. Let yeah, me well, ask you this: we, he Was had the, Pop married to Gam? No. Okay. No. Did they ever you think do the wild no, thing? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, we're not doing okay. any of that. <laughs> Can we say wild thing? No. <sighs> um. Okay. So no. Uh, pop was not married to Gam. No. Um, but also, Gam liked to, to, to drink a little bit. Yes, we, we, our family liked to have fun. Pop had his drink, I think we've talked about it before, the milk punch. Right. Old, some of the stuff people used to drink back in the day is wild. Like, what is, what is a milk punch? Vodka, Jack Daniels, and milk on the road. Wow. Vodka, Jack Daniels, and milk. <laughs> Now let, let me. Just Why do ask you need you this. the vodka? Why do you need the milk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're drinking vodka and Jack Daniels, I don't understand the. Milk. I mean, I gave vodka and milk, right? Now we're on. We're well on our way to a, a white Russian, which I can get behind. But then, how did the Jack Daniels wind oh. up in there? What did he call it again? A milk, milk punch. punch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. What is a milk punch? I'm gonna just ask Google. Okay, punch, just to find out, because I'm fascinated by these things. Bartenders are obsessed with milk punch. Really? Milk punch is a milk-based brandy or bourbon beverage, right? It consists of milk, the spirit, sugar, and vanilla extract. Mm. Okay, so your grandpa was throwing the vodka kicker in there. I, was, I believe that that's true. 
but clearly I have the right drink. Yeah, it sounds like it's 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 bourbon, milk, sugar, vanilla. Doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's essentially better. it's a it's a bourbon based white yeah, white yeah. Russian. It's one of those uh, drinks that you know old people were drinking, and then they were like, you know what? It's it's eleven in the morning. I can't be drinking a, you know. Tom Collins. Tom, yeah, yeah, no, like some some real sophisticated yeah. name. I can't be having an old fashioned, but but you know a milk punch. That's just festive. Like that yeah. just feels like a good afternoon. Right. You you put the word punch on it. Now we're now we're yeah. at a party. Yeah, at a party. Oh, no, it's a rum punch. Right. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of fruit juice. It's tropical. We're not alcoholics. It's, it's a tropical. donkey punch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, is that? What's a donkey punch? I think it involves tequila. Okay, <laughs> that's a that's one of my favorite cocktails. <laughs> um, okay. See, my grandparents weren't big drinkers. They were like teetotalers, and I think it's you know my grandpa worked in the coal mines, and you know it's pretty dangerous down there. I don't think you want to be coming to to work sows. And he was a fire boss. So literally, what does that even mean? His job was this was back in the day when they would go down his he would get there before and before anyone was allowed to go down into the mines. Papa would go down with a canary. Originally with a canary cuz the lungs were smaller, it was respirating quicker, so the effects of some sort of ill gas would happen to the canary faster than they would happen to my grandfather. And you literally c- carry a canary down in and you you carry it high because a, a, the, the, an the, actual the, canary a, a canary in a cage and you would carry it high up above you because the the natural gases collect up at the top of the mine and you go in there carrying your canary and if the canary passes out uh yeah, leave the mine Get out of <laughs> and there. don't let people in there. And eventually after the canary thing kind of like died and they got like more technology, what they had was a safety flame. And that was a, a flame behind a bunch of gauze and you would carry it down into the mine and you would literally, if the flame got big, it, mean there was, it meant there was flammable material, flammable gas in the mine. Get out. And if the flame got super small, it meant there was no oxygen in the mine. Get out. So you would carry fire into the mind, and if it again, you're checking for flammable gas or unbreathable. How air. could you win? It was a it was a big job, and and it was all on you to make sure that the air was breathable down there. You know, hundreds of feet below the ground. The police have a song, "Canary in a Coal Mine." Right. That's, I had no idea what they were talking about yeah, until right why. now. Because that that was what you used. I'm learning something Safety today. Canary. Safety canary. What would like a crow do in there? Well, crows are extremely intelligent. They are. Right? The, there's crows that guard the, the crown jewels in London. And I'm not meaning, the, I don't mean the king's balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> they couldn't find a human being, though, to do it. I guess they save a little dough. Yeah, right. Hey. a crow. Caw! You know? <laughs> Remember our crow that lived in uh, outside of Newport? Crow oh, that crow on? hated you, Joss. Anytime you went to sleep. It- I'm just about to fall. Just looked at me and laughed. So crows are extremely intelligent. I mean, here's the thing. Let's crows. get a crow in here and have him go off against Jeremy and some trivia. Do you know what you call a... <laughs> Do you know what you call a flock of crows? A caggle. A no. murder. That's right. A murder of crows. They're extremely intelligent. 
Um, the raven is even a more intelligent bird than the crow. So raven and crow, not the same. Not the same. Ravens will often mimic crows. Um, and I don't know exactly why they do that, but they will. They'll do it. So, so now you're telling me ravens can literally do an impersonation. Yeah, they impersonate crows. <laughs> Why? Let me hear your best. <laughs> Why? There was one that used to live outside of Corona Del Mar that used to do a great Rodney Dangerfield. Right? Yeah. I get no respect. <laughs> Did you hear his George Bush? The crow? The crow. Oh, it was fantastic. It was right on the money. Thousand points of light. <laughs> he used to do it. Ah! <laughs> oh, every now and then he'd lose character. Bob Dukakis <laughs> is the buzzword. Crows, I know one thing about crows, they have one mate th- their whole lives. Did you know that? Really? They stay celibate. So do um, doves. Doves mate with a single mate for their entire lives. Even sadder when you uh, actually kill one as a child. Right. Fully. Right? That is that is that is so funny, Ryan. So that same thing must have happened to you. I went out in my backyard. I got a... Uh, remember those, those slingshots that had the, the arm oh, support? Yeah. The yeah. wrist rocket? We used it for paintball. Right. I got a wrist rocket and a bunch of steel BBs, and I went out hunting in my backyard, and I just nailed a a dove. And I came carrying it back in all proud, all excited, and my mom and dad sat me down and told me how doves mate for life, and I just totally blew it and ruined it, and that its mate was going to go pining off and be like cry itself into a deathly sleep, and I was like, this fucking terrible story. I would have never slept again. No, it was terrible after that, you know? And uh, and so, yeah, that was extremely, you know, thanks, mom and dad, for putting that heavy trip on me. Wow, yeah. So now I go out and kill shit that I know doesn't mate for life. Uh, Maybe she's just like my mother. She's never satisfied. She never satisfied. Why do we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like when when doves cry. Well, here's the thing. I don't remember the dove crying, Mm. but this one time I shot a rabbit. And if you've ever heard a rabbit scream... Dude, that shit will haunt your dreams. In fact, rabbits don't make noise until they're approaching death. Yeah, right in a very, very treacherous situation, usually very near death. Kind of like giraffes. Giraffes, like the one time they ever make sound is right before they die. I never want you to say that again. Yeah. The, the thought of a the sound of a giraffe dying is probably the worst thing you could right. ever put in somebody's Rabbits, head. giraffes, and unicorns. Right. But that's fun. that's true. Rabbits, giraffes, and unicorns right. make very weird noises when they die. I mean, let's hear the unicorn story. How did you hear one of those? Well, I'm not allowed to I've talk about that. I've only seen two. I'm not allowed to talk about that. And I'm not really allowed to talk about the time I choked out the giraffe. It's all about finding the right... It's right oh, between the third and fourth vertebrae. Oh, that's terrible. You can't even think that that's funny. Okay. But, I okay, I didn't do that either. I've never I've never seen a... I've never, I've never seen a, a unicorn die. All right. And I've never choked out a giraffe. But I did one time shoot a rabbit, and it screamed. And it was gnarly. I shoot it, shot it with a BB gun. I was like 12, 13 years old. Shot the rabbit. Didn't get the, you know... Didn't get the headshot. 
you know, got it like the arm or something, and the thing just, ah, just starts screaming. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, now I'm scared that my mom's going to hear it. And think that it just sounds like a baby. Have you heard the sound? I have not heard the sound. Have you heard it, Ryan? No. Have you heard it, Simon? How, how ma- yeah. 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 There's See, two, you two knew Simon of, heard. He's two out of weird. four have heard a rabbit scream? That can't, I mean, that, it's that a thing. You don't that, do you 50% believe me? doesn't go under the general populace. General low. Gen, whoops. Okay, here we go. so here we go. I'm going to I'm gonna pull it up for you so now you know what it sounds no, like. No, no, you're not even doing that. You're not giving the viewers rabbit the sound screaming. of a rabbit screaming. Because if you don't know what it sounds, I'm telling no, you. No, this is animal cruelty. I don't want to listen to It's not to animal cruelty. screaming. <laughs> what do you mean? This is, Joss, Joss got a fucking pita right there. I want to get a, some sleep tonight. I'll be up all night if I picture a, a rabbit screaming. Who wants to hear that? Rabbit screams while taking a bath. Okay? Oh. So it's not, no one's hurting it. It just doesn't like to be in the water. Here we go. Are we really going to... Look, you can see the rabbit's plainly in the thing. No one's hurting it. Hold on. By the way... Okay, that was very, very mellow. Who... uh, Imagine that, but really, like... Not just cold water, <laughs> but like a BB through the yeah, forearm. Yeah, I don't want to imagine that. Lame. Um, yeah, so rabbits screaming, pretty gnarly. Giraffes. Who owns a pet rabbit? I mean, think Is about a it. rabbit the move? Have you ever pet? thought about giraffe sound? Mm-mm. No, I'm not even going to entertain it. Well, I mean, just in general, did you ever think that do giraffes neigh? Because they're kind of like a big horse. They you eat know? like a horse, right? That round, roundular bite right? on the leaves. Right. It's called ruminating or rumination. Chewing. Ryan's been ruminating Listen, all over this room. Do you know how many stomachs cows have? Four. Do you know how many stomachs giraffes have? No idea. But I bet more than one. Oh, yeah, right here. Giraffes, four stomachs. That's all I'm saying. Cows are a ruminant animal. So when you see cows standing around chewing, what that is, the stuff there is in their mouth that they're chewing is called cud. And what cud is, is um, cows, they have these four section stomachs. So because grass and and that kind of um, uh, fibrous material is extremely difficult to break down. You notice if you have a salad and the next day you check your poop, there's like the salad's like kind of still <laughs> salady. Right, it's it, that kind of stuff is extremely hard to break down. So cows eating grass all day—that's all they eat. The way that their stomach works is they they eat it, then they throw it back up into their mouth, and they chew it again, and they swallow it, and they go to the next chamber, and then they throw it up a little bit, and they chew on it some more, and and that's uh that's why that's what ruminant animals do. They 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 they. They throw up and swallow their food over and over, chewing it. So that's why you see cows, you see goats depicted as standing around chewing their cud. Um, in cartoons, you, they, they pretend it's tobacco, and you'll see a goat chewing and spitting, but it's not. It's not, it's, it's the grass that ate yesterday. And it's called ruminant? Yeah, a ruminant animal. And so sometimes you'll hear people say, "I'm let me ruminate on it or I'm ruminating on something when they say they want to spend some time to think about it and chew it over. Huh. What do you call a cow that jumped over a barbed wire fence? Utter destruction. Oh, you, you what do you call it. a cow with no hind legs? 
in utter drag. Utter drag. <laughs> what do you call a herd of masturbating cattle? No. Beef stroganoff. <laughs> Zing! All right. Well, this has been the cow episode of the yeah. How do we get here? Jeremy Webster's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here. It has just been fantastic. Right. This has been another one of those episodes where Ryan said like two things because he was playing fucking Tetris the entire time. Tetris. What was that? Were you trading? Tell no, me I was, where at I was least on the. I was on the gram. Tell me you were at least buying GameStop stock. No, I was just on the gram. What happened there? Did, can anyone explain that real quick to me? The whole GameStop uh, thing. Not really. You don't know? I don't know. No I didn't idea. Really pay attention. You seem like a guy that would know. I know. You should. Know. I, I should know. And I, I mean, I what I think happened is not. I have not. Do you know? No, you're like in guys, the hedge funds guys. They, they wanted to, sh- they wanted to short the stock, meaning they wanted it to go down. And these guys at uh, Reddit, Reddit, stuck it to the man, and they bought all these shares, and then it skyrocketed. So instead of it, you know, shorting, falling. It went up to like five hundred dollars a share at the peak. So what does that mean for the market? They lost. It it means, and then well, what it means for the market is when they stop trading it. So but what we, I mean is, what does it mean to? What is this new kind of like control of the market? Mean? I don't know. It's it's unprecedented. It's very scary. But, but I mean, what, what like, is it really? It kind of sounds like insider trading, if you ask me. Yeah, it's it's almost it was almost like the opposite of pump and dump. You know, like there's it used to be people would get in trouble because all these they would you know, everybody would talk, you know, great stuff about a stock, especially, you know, financial professionals, stockbrokers, things like that. Get it all hyped up. You know, they'd have already bought it, get it all hyped up to try to get it up. And while they're still pushing people to get it, they're selling. And uh, and so then they make a, a ton of money. This was kind of the opposite, I believe. Now, granted, I'm only have seen kind of headlines. But um, from what I what I know, these the hedge funds were were shorting it, so that means they wanted the the money to go. They wanted the price to go down, um, and you know, basically a bunch of people got on Twitch and every social media there was, and was like, "Go buy this," and uh, and that forced the price up because people kept trying to bid it up, and then like the kind of momentum went, it kept going and kind of up. And well, every single time that goes up, those shorts are losing money. So they basically, you know, a grassroots effort kind of tossed it to the, you know, the hedge fund managers are kind of like the evil stepchilds of everything because they're not necessarily trading on fundamentals. They're trading on what they can make happen. And then they stopped trading. Like yeah. Well, then, trade and then the Rhino, yeah, what's the, the other um, one? Um, Let me ask you this. Do you guys know the difference between a hedge fund manager and Michael Jackson? Wow. No. Okay. All right. Well, I'm. I'm. You know, I feel like it was like the lottery. This like was, you kind of had to like buy, buy the ticket, be in the know. Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't. Yeah. I don't. I don't buy lottery tickets. I know you do. I feel like I'm more likely to get struck by lightning or hit by a bus than win the lottery. I'm like lucky things don't really happen to me. Yeah. So I'm, I don't try. I'm, I'm for the most for the most part just on an even. You know, an even upward trajectory. So I don't really, you know, when, when it's six hundred million, you got to buy a one. billion. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy one buy for one. a billion. Are you a lottery guy? Yes. I don't do it. I play my my numbers, and then when it gets like high like that, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in like. Do you five. do that? Do you play the same no. numbers every time? Do you I, just I, get a quick, quick pick? pick? Yeah. You play the same numbers every time. Mm-hmm. But I'm sort of the same. I mean, every once in a while, if I'm in there and I have like an extra two bucks. 
I'll, you know, if it's like at 60 million, I'll do it, which is obviously life changing money. But you see it hit over maybe 300 million, and then I'm I'm pretty solidly in. Yeah, that billion dollar one I played. Fuck. Yeah, but see, I'm 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 also I do one. Like I know people that are like, oh, I'll buy two hundred dollars, please. Yeah, you know, it's like I know I'm buying one. Cause I'm not. That's the thing. Th- like, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna substantially one... change my odds by buying ten. Yeah, right. I think I think you're That's exactly funny. right. Who doesn't want a billion dollars with not working at all? Oh, I mean, can you imagine? So you're probably at a little over five, and actually probably like six hundred million. Yeah, six hundred cash million. value, and then you're probably pay another what forty percent off that. So you're you're gonna walk with. Five. I mean, you're yeah, gonna walk with five hundred million. Yeah. Taxes paid. Done. Done. Like that's it. Like, just can, can you imagine? Sounds fantastic. I, 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 you know, the thing is, I can imagine. Yeah. I imagine it all the time. The lottery is not a thing that I necessarily play. Now, I will bet in Vegas. Yeah. Like I like to play a little roulette. I love to play craps. I just like yeah. the scene. I love yeah. to be around a craps pit. Um, generally, I play the uh, the six and the eight. Mm-hmm. You know, the hard I, ways. I, I like to play the hard ways. Do you still, when we were in our twenties, used to walk into a casino and put a hundred on black? I put a hundred on black at the roulette every time I walk into a casino day one in Vegas. Yeah, right. It's like you still do it. It's a thousand now. You still do it, but I, you know, it kind of ramped up over the years. Yeah. But do you, do you oh, throw, yeah, that's throw a thousand dollar bill yeah. in? Boom! Right Just there, a well, one thousand dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> They got the chip. Who's on that bill? That black chip. The. Well, yeah, you can. You only go black. Well, no, you can go black, red, or I green. I go black on black. What is Or that you mean? never come back. Oh. You know. <laughs> so that's what I do when I walk in. What's your play in Vegas? You're a blackjack guy. Blackjack guy, but also the the play for a, a mortal human as me is the sports book. Mm. Right, because I, I don't fuck with that. But I do like a parlay, or I'll do like a three-team thing, or something. That way, you can lose fifty bucks in three hours versus three minutes. I love craps and blackjack, but I have lost a hundred dollars in well, ten minutes. Well, that's the thing. When someone rolls that seven, man, that's everyone's just, bummed. That whole it gets out. cleared out, lights out. I know you're a craps guy. I do like craps. You're also yeah. a blackjack guy. Also a blackjack. See, I do not I, like blackjack. But see, I'm, I'm not as much blackjack. Like, I'll go play Let It Ride. I'll go play Pi Gal. Like, I'll go play a couple other things before blackjack. I don't know for many of those things. I think we should definitely have, like, a, a gambling episode. Yeah, in um, Vegas. That'd be sick. Do it in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Let's maybe try to entertain that. Once things try to open up again, like I'd love for us to be able to branch out, take this thing on the road. You know, that'd be a great. Take the van. Take we'll take the boat. Take the boat to Vegas. Take the boat to Vegas. That'll be awesome. All terrain. Just put that thing in four wheel. Hover. <laughs> be sick. All right. Well, we're gonna try to put that together. See what our best bet is. Hey, and your best bet is to come back and see us right here. Next week on the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast.